0: Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. Headlines in the dispatch for today the 2nd of December. Friday is D-Day for decision on Shell coastal exploration. The nation will have to wait until Friday to find out if Shell's controversial seismic exploration along the ecologically sensitive and diverse wild coast will be allowed to proceed. After hearing three solid hours of argument and having large bundles of documents filed in the matter in which four environmental and human rights organizations are seeking to interdict the seismic exploration, Acting Judge Avinash Govindji said he was aware of the urgency of the matter and would give judgment on Friday. That's the headline in today's Daily Dispatch. For more details, go to dispatchlive.co.za. The Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. This morning, we're catching up with John Rance. Now, John, a little background from you. For those who don't know, you're currently chairman of the Kaimouth Ski Boat Club, one of the affected parties. At the time that this seismic activity was first mooted, around a decade ago, you were the environmental officer for the Border Deep Sea Angling Association, and you were one of the first organisations to oppose this activity, correct?
1: That's correct, uh, Darren. Both um, Karmath and Border Deep Sea listed themselves as interested and affected parties and right from the beginning objected to this application.
0: Your personal view on what proposed effect seismic activity will have on marine life activity off the Wild Coast?
1: We don't know, and that's the problem. Um, you, you, you're going with those with sand those blasts into the ocean at quite a critical time along the coast when the... Um, fish like Red Steenbrus have just bred their eggs and their fryer floating down. They do know that it destroys plankton, any plankton that it comes across. So I should imagine it's going to burst those little egg bubbles. I don't know what else it's gonna do. I mean, that's a sound blast going down in the ocean. I'm damn sure of you sitting underneath it. Um, and that shockwave hit you to probably knock you out or kill you. And look, pelagic fish, We'll hear that thing coming from miles away and get the way out, hell out of it uh it'll it'll disturb whales and they're probably going to get beachings and you'll probably get a couple killed but whales are bred up nicely in the last couple of uh last decade or so um dolphins um they'll probably affect them uh but they can also get out the way but what about a wreckfish sitting down there and the seal cat um and the red stem rocks. i mean we we fought a battle against our own government. They wanted to ban us from fishing from those fish, and uh, we took them to the High Court in terms of the Promotion of the Administrative Justice Act. Way back, we won that case. And at that stage, they were trying to tell us they're so endangered that we couldn't uh, put a few sinkers and rod and down there and catch them as recreational fishermen. Now they want to blast them out of existence with a with a with with jets of of compressed air. They're mad, these guys. Um, The point we is, we're not freaks. We're not environmental freaks and we're not emotional uh, junkies about this thing. All we are saying is that, and we're not necessarily against um, uh, undersea mining or exploration. What we say is, if you're going to do something that's invasive on that pristine environment, then know what you're doing before you start. Research it thoroughly and then tell the public what you're going to do, how many fish you're going to kill, what plankton you're going to destroy, how many whales are going to die. Know that and then tell them that how you're going to mitigate it and then let them be the judge as to whether uh, that's acceptable or not. It'll probably be unacceptable,
0: but don't lie. Now, John, there was an urgent interdict before court yesterday to prevent Shell from proceeding. What do you read into that? What have you heard so far, and what do you read into a court interdict such as that?
1: Well, the fact that the fact that uh, organisations like National Justice and Greenpeace um, and Cullen Associates uh, took up this case on our behalf, and thanks to them funded it because it's hugely expensive the fact that they felt so strongly about it and used our application um to to go ahead with it shows you how serious they regard this i mean we're not marine scientists they've got those cars uh, um uh, lined up uh, the first thing to do is to stop this darn thing so the damage isn't caused then the second thing is to review it And that's when the scientists will line up and tell you how damaging it is.
0: From your perspective, John, give us an idea of how things have progressed since your first objection uh, almost a decade ago, what challenges you've had to face, and has it been heartening to see more and more organisations flock to your cause?
1: Uh, No, actually, it's been the opposite. Um, I don't want to be critical of our parent body, um, the South African Deep Sea Anglican Association, but they kind of... Throw their hands in the air and say, Oh, well, it's shell. Uh, how can you fight those cars combined with the government to shoot them with their, uh, with their license to prospect? Um, firstly. Secondly, when Ricky originally uh, helped us file the interested and affected party application, he filed for 70 other bo- people or 70 other bodies, including individuals and organizations. At the end of the day, the two of us left. Kaumann Skibberg Club and of DC Angling Association. Out of that, 70. And it kind of shows uh, the apathy that there is in the public and the lack of knowledge of uh, what uh, legal rights one has or what legal ability one has to change the course of things. Because uh, the application was granted, I think, in 2013. There were certain things they had to do. Unfortunately, it was originally granted under Department of Minerals and Energy, uh, and they didn't need a very stringent um, environmental impact study to grant to grant the survey. Because think about it: when um, exploration takes place on land, um, they drill a, a sample core very unobtrusively, go down into the earth, pull out the rock core. Um, drive around a bit uh, where they're not destroying any vegetation, they're not destroying the wildlife, they're not doing anything really, just drilling that little core. Then when they've got that and they now want to go mine that, uh, that's when the environmental impact study will be triggered. And that's when people will start to whinge about it. In this case, they just granted these cars this this license. And they didn't use it. Uh, It Then they asked for an extension. It was extended twice, I think, two or three times, from 2016 when it expired all the way through to now. During that time, the Integrated Coastal Management Bill was passed. Now, if that license was applied for today, they would have to go to Environmental Affairs to get authorization, and that would trigger one Mursa uh, Environmental Impact Study. So that's what they're trying to duck. And my guess is that they saw that bill coming, they were told by the government, quickly get in there and get your application in because once environmental affairs get hold of it, it's gonna be a major issue. So that's the kind of subterfuge those guys are about. And then on top of it all, they're supposed to consult us as interested and affected parties. We heard nothing from those cars. No one told us that their uh, exploration rights had been extended for uh, each time it was done. They didn't advise anyone. Um, they tell us that on the 20th of May last year, they told us that they're going ahead with the survey this year. Um, both Ricky Stone, our legal advisor, and ourselves, Hamas, Kiddo, Club, and board of Duty, um, we have no notification of that whatsoever. They've asked for a, asked for a break adjournment in the in the proceedings because they're going to go and look for um, record to show and, and, and come up with the affidavit that they had notified us. Well, you know, one one little email coming through to someone, after how many years, to say we're starting the survey, uh, I'd forgotten about this. I actually thought these guys had given up. I thought maybe they'd found bigger deposits elsewhere around the country. Um, and that they're not coming to the Transcar coast. Who the hell wants to go and bugger up that fragile environment?
0: John, two points I'd like to touch on. There appears to have been a government hand, or two, involved in this shell activity. And secondly, there's been an enormous outpouring of public sentiment in favour of your cause.
1: Definitely, there's a government hand in it. Look, this this whole thing is part of Operation PAKISA, which is to to develop the ocean economy. And you can bet your bottom dollar that the Guptas were right in this thing from the beginning. Um, And uh, uh, who knows who else? Uh, Apparently we have some of the uh, some of the, the 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 biggest reserves of gas or oil off our coast uh, between here and Madagascar deep in the ocean uh, we've always known there's oil here or gas here um, in the 1960s um, Sukho were drilling in the fish river valley and found it and they found that um, uh, uh, that that gas off uh, Muscle Bay where they have that um, uh, drilling rig set up and then of course we've heard all about the Karoo fracking um the reason i think i didn't carry on with the Karoo is that environmentally they felt it would be easier to go into the sea and perhaps the deposits are are, are greater there okay this runs all the way down from somalia along the kenya coast uh, northern towns in um in in, in in kenya have been turned into uh like oil rush, like the gold rush in the in the in the United States, and all the way down through Tanzania, and then through to um, Mozambique. And their shelf isn't as wide as our Gondwana land shelf, um, and so our deposits are thought to be much greater here.
0: Well, John, like you, we await with great interest the decision of the judge on Friday. Thank you very much for the work that you've been doing as chairman of the Kaimal Ski Boat Club, and also the work you've done with the Border Deep Sea Angling Association. We appreciate you joining us and sharing your thoughts today on the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. Have a good day, sir.
1: Cheers, Darren. Thank you, and got a hell, show. That was the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann.